Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, November 7th, 2022. Stand up for your country. And you do that by voting tomorrow. I'm not going to lecture you. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you're watching and listening to me, you're very interested in your country. And you will go out and cast your ballot, I'm sure. So the midterms 2022 are upon us. Why are they so important um, besides the active political implications. Why are midterm elections in general so important? That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Americans, generally speaking, do not trust politicians. Now, we see them at rallies, yay, and all of that. I remember um, 11 months ago going out with Donald Trump on a history tour. Crowds were delirious to see him. Um, but those are the true believers. Most Americans understand we have to have active leadership. Their vote makes that possible, but they don't really inherently trust the system. You know what? They're right. Power corrupts. You see it all throughout history. Good people start out and they turn into bad people. The more power you get, the more moral discipline you must have 
or you just become corrupt. And that is the truth. So the midterm elections are a constraint on the powerful. Between 1934, that's FDR, and 2018, all right, two years, four years ago, um, the average loss of a president in power, the average loss of a president in power was 28 House seats and four Senate seats. Okay, that's the average over that big period of time. And it's not an accident. Americans will try to temper power. Okay, so the data is fascinating for our recent lifetime. We started with Bill Clinton, 1994. He beat uh, Bush the elder in 92, as you remember, because uh, the economy went south and Bush looked befuddled about it, didn't have any confidence in him to turn the economy around. This new vibrant guy, Bill Clinton, comes in and he wins. But two years later, he loses, his party loses eight Senate seats, eight and 52 House seats two years later. And Clinton is like, whoa. And then he suddenly veers to the center. If you remember, you know, passes the Welfare Reform Act, Crime Act, suddenly goes to the center where Joe Biden was. The next president, George W. Bush, Bush the Younger, is the exception because of 9-11. So 2022, just 14 months after we were attacked, that was an anomaly. The nation had rallied around their president, and he actually won seats. Then Obama comes in, the savior, all right, 2010 midterm elections. Obama and his party lose six Senate seats and 63 House seats, a whopping defeat. Now, Obama didn't do what Clinton did. Obama didn't go too far to the center, but he stopped his progressive agenda mostly. Stopped it. Okay? And then Trump, two years in, 2018 midterm elections, the Republicans actually won two Senate seats under Trump, but they lost 40 House seats. Okay, so there is the resume, and you can see. You can see that Americans are not, they're stingy with giving away power. And they should be. That's a smart thing because power does corrupt. Now, I am sticking with my predictions that I made last week that uh, the Republicans will sweep the House. I can't put a number on it because I don't know some of the money involved in some of these house operations. I can't possibly follow them all. Nobody could. But it's going to be significant. All right. And that's it for Nancy Pelosi. That's the most important thing. The corrupt Nancy Pelosi is finished forever. She's not going to run again. It's 82. Okay, so she's out. That's big for the country. And in the Senate, I'm saying that at the final tally will be 52 Republican senators, 48 Democrats.
or those who caucus with the Democrats. 52-48. It's now 50-50. Now, I could be short on that. I absolutely could be short on that. But that looks to me to be in the ballpark. Those are my predictions on Wednesday. (laughs) We'll know if I'm a complete idiot or not. Okay, now the corporate news media allied with the Democratic Party, which is the first time in history this has ever happened. Very dangerous. So Comcast owns NBC. Comcast, if you read my column, okay, um, my message of the day today and my column on Sunday, Comcast is an exceedingly liberal corporation run out of Philadelphia. It owns NBC News. Okay. So NBC comes out with a generic congressional ballot poll over the weekend. 786 likely voters. It's ridiculous. Do you not have enough money to poll enough people to make it legitimate NBC? It's just ridiculous. Question. What is your preference for the outcome of Tuesday's congressional elections? Republican control 47. Democratic control 48. Okay, so 75% of Americans say the country's headed in the wrong direction under the Democrats, yet NBC News is telling us most Americans want to continue that. Doesn't make any sense. If NBC is right on Wednesday, I'll lead with that. If they're right. But it goes against every other survey. And there's a, you know... I'm not going to accuse NBC News of being corrupt, but boy, it's close. Now, if they get whacked and NBC is wrong, then, then you got a case for it's corrupt. No doubt about it. Circumstantial case, but a case. Okay, now, at the same time, same period of time, Rasmussen asked the same question. The Rasmussen poll, 2,500 likely voters. Many more. And NBC. The elections were held today. Would you vote for Republicans or Democrat? Republicans, 48. Democrats, 43. A five-point GOP gap. And it's six points if you compare it to NBC. So who's right? Rasmussen or NBC? I'm putting my money on Rasmussen. And that's the memo. President's schedule today didn't do anything to help the people. He just campaigned for Democrats virtually most of the time. But he did go out to uh, Bowie, Maryland for some reason. I'm not sure why, but he did. Don't really care much about that. I wish he would concentrate on problem solving, but he is incapable of doing that. So over the weekend, another amusing thing happened. So on Sunday, uh, yesterday, um, President Biden tweeted. Now, he doesn't tweet, but his people do. The gas across the country is averaging $3.19 a gallon. That's not true. Gas across the country is $3.80 a gallon. So Musk immediately flags it. This is Elon, who came out today, said everybody should vote Republican. He's given the Republicans a hard time already. He's given the Democrats a hard time already. Um, so Elon Musk flags it and says, this is bull. <laughs> and that's good. 
finally, you know, I mean, Trump got slaughtered by Twitter. Remember that? Every day. And some of that was, was righteous. Trump says stuff that isn't true all the time. He does. And it should be flagged. I think Biden and Trump are tied in this game. And that was my Sunday column. How many moderate lies add up to a big lie? <laughs> so we list Joe's uh, um, misdirections. Okay, the price of gasoline, as you'll remember, two years ago when Biden took office, actually, <clears throat> excuse me, 22 months ago, was $2.37 a gallon. Is now three eighty. dollars Just want to set the record straight. Another poll, ABC News, Washington Post, liberal poll. Thousand adults. Compared to two years ago, is your family's financial situation better, worse, or the same? Worse, 43, the same, 39, better, 18. That speaks for itself. Now, that is a 20% jump from when Trump left office in worse, my family's worse off. 20 points in two years. Okay, Georgia early voting. This is a very fascinating story. You're not going to get anywhere else. I can guarantee that, by the way. So Georgians have broken midterm records for early voting by mail. Okay. And 2.5 million in-person and absentee ballots have already been cast in the state of Georgia. So you can go into a polling place in person and cast an early vote there. This is according to Georgia's Secretary of State. It's not a guess. In 2018 midterms under Trump, 1.8 million voted early in Georgia. Now it's 2.5 million. Okay? This in the face of the Georgia election law that was passed, you'll remember, in March of 2021. So Georgia redefined how the vote would take place. You heard about all of the accusations. The most stunning one, and this was against the new Georgia voting law, was by Biden. Roll it. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I mean, this is gigantic what they're trying to do. And it cannot be sustained. And do everything in my power, along with my friends in the House and the Senate, to keep that from, uh, from becoming the law. Of course, Biden failed because he fails at everything. And he called the new law Jim Crow. And he said that it would deny people the right to vote. And so did Stacey Abrams, who's going to get waxed on uh, Tuesday at the gubernatorial race. All this law change was everybody had to have an ID in order to cast a ballot, whether it's absentee or not. Everybody had an ID issued by the state. Driver's license, state ID. If you couldn't afford it, they give you one. Okay, that, that's number one. Number two, absentee ballots were to be printed on special security paper with an ID listed. So they knew who was voting. Georgia people knew. And third, you couldn't hang out at the precincts giving people drinks and candy or whatever they wanted to do. That's not a radical law. 
Yet the Democrats scream and yell, didn't want it, uh, voter suppression, and now we know that it's enhanced voting. So these are the lies that just keep, you know, and Biden ought to be ashamed of himself. He's going to apologize? No, Jim Crow. What a bunch of crap. Now, uh, you'll remember that Major League Baseball pulled the All-Star game out of Atlanta because of that law, that new law. So are you going to apologize, Major League Baseball? Rob Manfred? Going to apologize? Finally, right now, it stands that 39 million Americans have already voted. Now, there's a lot of paranoia, particularly among Republicans. I understand that uh, because of the Trump situation. Um, I think it's a majority of Republicans believe that the 2020 vote was a fraud. They still believe that. All right. So they are suspicious. And once again, I will tell you, each state monitors its own vote. There is no cabal. There is no federal presence other than the Federal Election Commissions, which monitors the money flowing into the candidates. There are rules about that. All right, let's bring in uh, Hans von Spakovsky. He is uh, the Heritage Foundation's Manager, Election Law Reform Initiative. Wow. He comes to us from Washington. Did I miss anything here? Did I report everything accurately? That's very important, and I want to know if I screwed up at all. No, no, Bill, you got exactly right. I might add that not only is Georgia seeing record turnout, but just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Stacey Abrams' lawsuit that she filed several years ago claiming that the uh, prior governor's race had been stolen and claiming that all these reform changes were discriminatory and violated the Voting Rights Act, it was the entire case was thrown out by a federal judge, a judge, by the way, appointed by Barack Obama. So, Ms. Abrams has no credibility. She is an election no. denier. No doubt about it. You fired a federal lawsuit about it. Now, many conservatives believe that mail-in ballots in particular are crooked, that many more Democrat votes come in through the mail than Republican votes. Is that true? Well, again, it depends on the state. Uh, remember, in 2020, there was a big push by Republicans to get people to vote in person rather than through the mail. And again, like I said, it depends on the state. If you're a state like Georgia that requires an ID for absentee balloting, you're in much better shape than a state like California, which has no ID requirement of any kind, and therefore you don't have that security check on absentee ballots. What about the uh, difference in counting the vote? Again, a lot of people very suspicious. Some states will have their revolts, results certified at the end of Election Day. Others will go two, three days, maybe more after that, correct? Yeah, and that, again, depends on how good election officials are in those states in administering the voting process. The key... The key to good security there is to have poll watchers and poll observers watching every aspect, for example, of absentee ballots being opened, processed, and then counted. It's when those observers are not allowed to see that. Remember, we saw that in 2020 in places like Philadelphia and Detroit. That's what lends to people being suspicious about the outcome. And that's 
it's really important that that kind of transparency be maintained in this election. But it won't be in some places. Everybody knows that. What's the what are some of the worst states as far as vote count deadlines? Uh, Pennsylvania probably is one of the worst. Remember, they've had long delays there in uh, coming up with election results. And look, they're, they're still litigating. Uh, within the past week or so, uh, a case ended up before the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court because the Secretary of State said she wasn't going to abide by a state law that says that voters have to put the date on their absentee ballot along with their signature. She was telling local registrars, you go ahead and count that vote anyway. And that's against the Commonwealth's law? Yes, it is. And fortunately, the state Supreme Court came out and said, look, Secretary of State, you can't do that. You have to abide by state law. And the Secretary of State, of course, is a Democrat, right? She is, yes. All right. Now, so we can expect with uh, Fetterman Oz that we might not know by the end of tomorrow who wins. That's exactly right. Uh, and, and we may have quite a delay. Keep in mind, too. Remember, Pennsylvania has divided government. The Republicans control the state legislature. The governor is a Democrat. The Republican legislature several times passed election reform packages that would have solved a lot of these problems every time it was vetoed by the Democratic governor. So in your expertise, and I think you're the best in the country at what you do, is this because the Democratic Party wants people to vote who are not qualified to vote? Well, I think that's certainly true with some some of their political consultants and others. I mean, look at the way they've been pushing in city after city to allow aliens, people who are not U.S. citizens, to vote. That's always the left side of the political aisle pushing that. Now, in California, migrants, uh, undocumented, can vote. They can cast a ballot because there's no ID requirement, correct? That's right. Plus, they have what they call automatic voter registration. If you go to get a driver's license, you're automatically registered to vote without them even asking you about it. And of course, uh, California is one of the states that provides driver's licenses to illegal aliens. So not many people know this, but if you are not an American citizen and somehow get to California, get a driver's license, you can vote. Well, you're, you're not supposed to, but- You're not supposed to. But you're you not can, supposed to. You but, can, but, and nobody's going to stop you. Or if they find out later, nobody's going to do anything about it. Unfortunately, that is true in California and in a couple of other places, too. Where? Well, New York's the same way. Uh, New York, they automatically going to register you to vote. They issue driver's license to people who aren't U.S. citizens. And uh, Michigan, i uh, sorry, Massachusetts is a similar state. In fact, listen. In Massachusetts, there's a referendum on the ballot tomorrow to lift, repeal a state law that says that no one at the Department of Motor Vehicles can ask any questions about the immigration status of someone getting a driver's license. Well, since they have automatic voter registration, that means aliens are going to get automatically registered sure. to vote. It's de facto legalization. Uh, yes, there's no doubt is. about it. And that's what the Democratic Party wants. But I don't think most Americans understand any of this, Hans. I re I re they, don't, they don't know that California or Massachusetts or New York, if you get here and you get here illegally, that you can vote. They don't know that. 
Right. No, I, I, and that is a real problem. Plus, keep in mind that this is uh, certainly important to the all the congressional districts uh, with elections tomorrow. Remember, when they reapportioned the country, right, determined how many members of the U.S. House every state has, that's based on total population. So states like California, which has a huge illegal alien population, they probably have four, four to six more congressional seats than they ought to have. Yeah, based upon the undocumented people living there. Right. Final right. question. Do you believe that this midterm election will by and large be honest and an accurate portrayal of what the American people want? Yeah, I think I think it probably will be in the vast majority of states. I, I have concerns about some of the states, um, like I said, New York, California and others where uh, they have almost no good rules and uh, regulations in place to protect the honesty of the election. But pretty much, I, I think everywhere else, particularly places like Georgia, where we have a neck and neck Senate race, they've done a lot to improve the security of their elections. Okay. Thank you, Hans. Appreciate it very much. That was a really good segment, I thought. A lot of good information in that segment. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, uh, desperation on the far left. We knew it would happen. In fact, I asked my staff on Friday, I said, look, I'm sorry to make you do this, but you got to watch all the crazy 
uh, political shows and write down the insane sound bites that come from the far left. We've got five. Keep in mind, this crew is so desperate. These are democracy on the ballot crew. Uh, Trump's a fascist Nazi crew. Anybody who voted for him are fascist Nazis. That's this crew, not the Democratic Party. This is more left. First one is Rob Reiner. Go. They are only interested yeah. in power, and they are only interested in, and they'll do anything to get the power. They'll, they're willing to kill, literally kill, to get the power. You can't have a conversation with them. The only thing we can do is try to hold on to the House, add a couple of Senate seats. It's going to be very hard, but if we don't do that, this might be the last election we have in, in a democratic uh, democracy, in a democracy. I just might want to point out for those of you who don't know about All in the Family, the classic sitcom, Rob Reiner played Meathead. All right, soundbite number two comes from an MSNBC guy. Go. You do remember what it was actually like under Donald Trump. The chaos, the disruption, the complete negligence in the White House. The feeling that everything was sort of teetering on the edge. And again, that was before COVID hit when he had inherited a very smooth set of circumstances in a macro economy that was growing. He did everything he could to screw it up. Uh, yeah. All right, here are the facts. The inflation rate when Trump left office, 1.4%. Now it's about 8.5%. The unemployment rate was 6.3% and dropping. That was because of COVID, obviously. All right. But here's the key stat. When Donald Trump left office, real average hourly earnings increased 4% his last year in office. 4%. Now real wages are down 4%. That's an eight-point swing in two years. So this, you put the adjective on him, okay, says, oh, Trump's ruin the economy. So this, you know, it's just staggering. And that's NBC. There's no, nobody in charge. I shouldn't say that. Far left people are in charge. All right, here's John Legend. Go. Well, DeSantis is a cruel and small individual, and he's, he's found as many cruel ways he can to uh, undermine uh, the progress that the voters of Florida overwhelmingly voted for. Um, you see his cruelty when it comes to arresting people who were told that they were allowed to vote. All right, so what this guy is referring to is that in the election of 2020, there were 20 people arrested for illegal voting. All of them were convicted murderers or sex criminals. All of them. The Florida law states that if you're convicted of those crimes, you cannot vote in the state of Florida. This is what this guy is saying. Okay, that that these people were illegally arrested by DeSantis because he's so bad. It's again, you just go like this. Now, how many people would know that, particularly people who are in the pop world where he lives? Nobody would know that. He just spits it out. He doesn't even know it because he's not smart enough to know it. He isn't. He's simply not smart enough to absorb why 20 people out of the entire state 
who were arrested in 2020 for illegal voting. He doesn't understand it, but he spits it out because that's what he is, a propagandist. Last soundbite, CNN, go. Nowhere, nowhere in the United States has the struggle between election liars and those who reside here on planet Earth played out in more vivid detail than in Arizona, where three of the key Republican candidates for, for governor, for Senate, and for Secretary of State of Arizona all traffic in Donald Trump's lies about the 2020 election and invented conspiratorial claims of widespread fraud that never happened. All right, Trump doesn't have anything to do with this election, of course, but he's a water carrier, that guy. You know what I think about him anyway. So I could have given you 15 more. It was desperation after desperation after desperation. Not challenged. Okay, just say what you want. All right, Donald Trump had a big rally in um, Miami. Uh, I'm sorry, in Pennsylvania. He also did one in Miami. But the first soundbite is from Pennsylvania on Saturday. Go. Look. Yeah, we're putting them up. We're winning. We're winning big, big, big in the Republican Party for the nomination like nobody's ever seen before. Let's see. There it is. Trump at 71. Ron DeSanctimonious at 10 percent. Mike Pence at seven. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. Liz Cheney, there's no way she's at 4 percent. There's no way. So that's a mistake. I mean, Trump doesn't need to disparage other Republicans. There's no reason to do it. He can just say we're way up at front um, in the Republican Party for those who want me to run for president. I don't know why he does it. I just don't know why. But then the next day in Florida, he says this, go. Just two days from now, the people of Florida are going to reelect the wonderful, the great friend of mine, Marco Rubio, to the United States Senate. And you're going to reelect Ron DeSantis as your governor of your state. One day. All right. I wrote a book called The United States of Trump. If you want to get inside his mind, and that's a, a questionable place to be, read the book. Migrant Front. So uh, a group called America First Legal, conservative group, um, filed an open records request through the Department of Homeland Security, okay? They wanted to know in Arizona and Texas, just Arizona and Texas, how much money was being spent on migrant welfare and where it was going, where it was going. So the initiative that was uncovered is $87 million that ICE, Homeland Security, contracted with a nonprofit called Family Endeavors, 87 million. The migrants in Arizona and Texas are receiving free hotel rooms, 24 hour access to drinks, snacks, babysitters, TV program, 
both English and Spanish, and their choice of mattress for the bed in their hotel room. Migrants are being housed in Hilton hotels, Best Westerns, Choice hotels, and Intercontinental hotels. So this is a sweet deal. But it's not so sweet for we, the taxpayer, is it? And this will expand unless um, Republicans win the Congress because they can block it. It's an expenditure. Republicans can block that. But if Democrats win the House and the Senate, then it'll expand. Smart life. Microsoft rewards. So I don't know anything about this. I don't live on the Internet. I'm kind of a regular guy that does what he did 30 years ago. But um, one of our pals, Ubaldo Martinez, lives in Tucson, Arizona, sent us this. So apparently there is a Bing Point program, B-I-N-G, Bing Points, on Microsoft.com under Microsoft Rewards. I can't explain it because it's all over the place, but there's a lot of free stuff attached to it. So if you are involved with Microsoft at all, Check out Microsoft Rewards, the Bing points, B-I-N-G points, and it'll save you some money. That is a smart light statement. Stay in history, November 7th, 2000, U.S. presidential election ended with no president. Okay? You'll remember Gore versus Bush. So there wasn't a winner because Gore had 250 electoral votes and Bush had 246 with three states that couldn't figure it out. Oregon, Wisconsin, and Florida. So you need 270 to be president. Neither man had it. Oregon, Wisconsin went to Gore, but he still was at 266. Not enough. And then Florida, of course, blew up. So they did a recount. And they threw out a lot of ballots. This was the state of Florida because the chads weren't punched correctly or what out. Hanging chads, remember that? Okay, the Florida Supreme Court, state Supreme Court, all right, certified Gore won. But that was challenged immediately by the Bush people, and it went to the Supreme Court, which ruled five to four that all of this stops and that the certification from Tallahassee, which was, Bush was the winner because Jeb Bush was the governor, okay, stood. 5-4 decision. Now all I unfolded, began to unfold 22 years ago today. Seems like it was just yesterday, wasn't it? Boy. And that, boy. Final results, uh, Bush had 271 electorals, Gore 266. And I might point out that Al Gore is very gracious about it. Very, very gracious about it. Issued a number of statements that I believe were extremely patriotic. Mail and final thought about the rest of the week in a moment. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day 
and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go to the mail. We got uh, Ronald Bordeaux, Estero, Florida. Bill, your election special was off the charts excellent. Your guests were informative, and the historical perspective was fascinating. I truly appreciated not having to hear the typical voting we get from other sources. So this is a... Special we still have on BillOReilly.com, still up for premium and concierge members only. Got a big viewership, and you still have time to watch it until 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Dave uh, is a concierge member. Thanks for all the election coverage, and especially the special. As a non-U.S. resident, it is essential to me to find out what's happening from an honest point of view so I can grasp what's going on. I'm glad we could be a service, Dave. Clarice Lester, Crete, Illinois. Hey, Bill, of the small amount of solid blue states, why is there very little talk about Illinois as far as possible Republican wins? Because there aren't going to be any. I shouldn't say that. Downstate Illinois, there'll be some Republican wins. But the governor, Pritzker, the worst governor in the country, he'll win. Uh, Chicago dominates. State is beyond redemption, just like California. Beyond redemption. That's why it is the most, the state that the most people are leaving, Illinois. Susan Emmett. Now, Susan did not put her town. Okay? She should have. But I'm going to read it anyway. Hey, Bill, please remind people of Reagan's 11th commandment, thou shalt not speak ill of fellow Republican. I was already getting sick of the shenanigans, but attacking DeSantis could put the nail in a coffin for my support of Trump. Okay. Uh, George Sparks, Buffalo. A movement needs to begin for all members of Congress have term limits. It's not going to happen, George. Not going to happen. Not in our lifetimes. They're not going to vote against their own power in Congress. That's what it would take. Carol Ebert, St. Michael, Minnesota. I'm wondering if Mitch McConnell needs to step down as minority or majority speaker of the Senate. He's not. (laughs) So, I mean, you can wonder all you want. He's not. Mitch is going to grasp power just like Nancy Pelosi does as long as humanly possible. David Lynn Pickering, Chesterfield, Michigan. Thanks for the smart life tips. My wife and I searched for turkeys this weekend, found the butterball. At $1.18 a pound, big savings at Walmart. So I told you to buy your turkeys in advance. That $1.18, I don't know about Walmart, but most other places, about 2 bucks. So I'm glad you're listening to The Smart Life. Phil LaPresti, Garden City in New York. Bill, I heard you talk about iced tea. I have a smart tip. I make my own. 
four tea bags and a large pot of boiling water and let brew for 45 minutes. Then remove the bag, cool it off, and you have iced tea for seven cents a glass. That's a good tip. That's easy. Even I could do that. Thank you, uh, Phil. I appreciate that. Lou Gonzalez, Las Vegas. Great airline advice, Bill. I use SeatGuru.com when I fly. SeatGuru, G-U-R-U.com. Okay. We love these tips from our, uh, our viewers. Deborah Stolmack, La Canada, California. Can I see Ireland by train for six days? I plan to go to the Notre Dame Navy game in Dublin next summer. Usually this is just a concierge thing that I would do, but while I want to, because I want to advertise the concierge membership, Deborah, I'll answer your question. Yes, you go Dublin to Cork, to Kerry, Ring of Kerry, to Galway, and fly back home from Shannon. Train will take you in a circle. You can do it. It's not a strain. But I usually don't do this in the letters. I do it for concierge members. Any travel tips you want is available if you are a CM. Tom Dorn, Sioux Falls, just finished reading Killing the Legends. It was fantastic. All three of these superstars made poor decisions that led to their sad endings. But I still respect all three men. Okay, final one, Jeff DuPont. I live in Frankston, Australia, and without the no-spin news, I'd be totally lost because over here, people believe the news from Colbert and Ellen DeGeneres. It's shocking. I think we're a little elevated from that, but I'm glad you're watching us from down under, mate. Uh, Okay, so let's take a break before we do. If you want to get ahead of Christmas giving, BillOReilly.com Christmas store open. You get three books, Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers, Killing the Legends, for the price of two. This is a special pre-Christmas deal. It'll save you lots of money. Okay? Word of the day, do not be petulant. P-E-T-U-L-A-N-T. Back with the final thought in a moment. All right, here's the final thought of the day. Here's how the rest of the week shakes. I'm not going to do a show tomorrow because it's election coverage and we can't compete with that. But I will be tweeting from about 7 p.m. on, maybe a little early as well. But at Bill O'Reilly, at Bill O'Reilly, we'll shoot out the tweets just as we did last year. I'm going to do a hit on News Nation about 9 p.m., my analysis of the day's events. And then Wednesday, we're going to have the best post-11 coverage. I mean, you're going to be shocked on how good it is. And Thursday, we'll wrap it all up. So stay with us all this week. We hope you are enjoying our election coverage, which is smart and honest. Today's, with the mail-in ballots, proves it. And thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you on Wednesday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. 
The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 